I'm wondering if two buddies or two coaches literally just had a, a handshake deal at the end of that game. Because I, I don't know what the hell happened at the end of the I still have we heard anything new on this, please, before I get into it? Because I, I didn't bother to check before I get into this. The the end of the we were talking about it yesterday, the end of the game where the clock running out and why Todd Bowles did not take the last his last time out to stop the clock. Did anybody talk I know Todd Bowles just said, hey, why delay delay the inevitable? But that doesn't make any sense. Like it doesn't make any sense. So if you're watching the end of the game, Baker Mayfield throws the interception in the middle of the field. Game over, pretty much, right? They're down eight because they didn't get the two-point conversion. So they're down eight points. There's like, what, a minute? Help me out this, please. Like, there's a minute and 30 seconds left? In the beginning of the sequence, there's about a minute 30. But yeah. when they snap the ball for third, third down, down, 30 seconds left. That I know. But, so, but my point is, is they could have taken it much further down. So what happens is Baker Mayfield throws the interception. There's about a minute and 30 seconds left. And Detroit takes over at the 28-yard line. All right, so well, let me explain the whole thing, and we'll hear from uh, Coach. So they, the Lions take over at the 28-yard line with a, roughly a minute and a half left, and the Tampa Bay Bucks have one timeout left. Now, if you were to take the full 40 seconds on each play, like the Lions should do, Right without with the one timeout at the end, there should be about I, I did the math. It should be about like three seconds left, something along those lines. But if you watch it, the Lions ran up and snapped the ball ridiculously quick. Like one of them was like seventeen or eighteen seconds left on the play clock. So when they snapped the third down, and Tampa Bay never takes the timeout. So when they snap and take the kneel on third down which means fourth down is coming up. There's 30 seconds left on the clock. If Tampa Bay and Todd Bowles take a time out there, you are going to force Campbell and the Lions to make a decision whether to attempt a field goal, which would make it a two-score game and pretty much end the game, or do they... I mean, that's really the only option. You could run a play and just make them go the length of the field if you're afraid of giving them extra yardage on a missed field goal or a blocked field goal. Or you could, like, or do a pooch punt, try you to could pin do like, back you could do like a, yards. You could do a pooch punt or something where just, you know, take a snap, have, have Goff run around for 10, 12 seconds before he has to throw it away, something like that to eliminate time if you don't want to take the chance of something going wrong on the field goal. But you have you could force them into a play. Like, there's 30 seconds left. Now, that's on the Lions for not taking the f- – I've never you, – you wait the 40 seconds, you snap the football. I've never – 16, 17 seconds left on the clock regularly, and it doesn't make any sense. With 30 seconds left, you have got to call that timeout. This is, this is the playoffs. This is your life. Crazier things have happened. The Lions have given you a gift to force them into a play where you're going to get the ball. You could throw a deep pass, get a pa- get a penalty, and set yourself up for a Hail Mary at the end of the game. Something. So this was Todd Bowles in the postgame on why he didn't call a timeout there. Uh, Todd Bowles today, excuse me, why he didn't call a timeout at the end of the uh, at the end of the game there. 
It's not a gentleman's agreement. They were in field goal range. Uh, we'd have had 12 seconds calculated after using that timeout to come back from it. Then we would have been down 11 points. It's kind of pointless. You kind of know when the game was over, and the game was over. That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Like, I like Todd Bowles. That's the stupidest. We just, we've seen misfield. It was the 28 yard line. It wasn't a guaranteed field goal. We've been talking about the extra point. And it was point. the 31 after the three kneels. And it's the 31 after the three kneels. You are looking at a 47, 48 yard field goal. That's a guarantee? I understand they're inside. And I know he was earlier, he was asked about the weather earlier in the week. Yeah, they're in, a, they're in controlled weather. They don't have to worry about the wind like they did in Buffalo. But a 47, 48-yard field goal is by no means a give-me kick. If he somehow misses, you have the ball on the 41-yard line. With 30 with, seconds. Even if there were 12 seconds and Bulls right. was wrong, right. you at the end of this play would have about 26, 27 seconds, 59 yards to go. You could get, that's, You have to take that chance. Like it, I think he's lying. I think it was a gentleman's agreement. I honestly do. I think that they under I think they understood and once once the Lions took that first snap and Tampa Bay didn't take the timeout, I think Campbell had the understanding, all right, they're not calling timeouts. So just get up there, snap as quick as possible, let's move on, let's get out of here. We don't we don't want like and and the and 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 the Bucks just allowed it to happen. And Bowles just said, Yeah, yeah, it's over. That's I'm sorry. I like Todd Bowles as a person. I actually think he's a pretty good defensive coordinator, a very good defensive coordinator. And I actually picked him in the game because I thought his defensive scheme and the blitz and the pressure he could create on Goff would keep that game close and create some mistakes for the Lions. God knows why he didn't do it. So when you take into consideration the idea that he did not attempt to put the pressure on Goff that I thought could keep them in the game and that was certainly a factor in the Philadelphia playoff when they had the week before. And then you take into account that he does this at the end of the game where, I, I, okay, you want to give up and not call the timeout on the first snap? Fine. You want to just say, hey, the game's over. Even if I stop the clock, they're going to leave me with three seconds left. I can't win. Fine. When they continue to snap the ball early, and when you see on third down you have 30 seconds left, it's malpractice not to take the timeout. There's no other way to put it. It's malpractice. I, I don't get it. It's a it's an it's an odd thing. No one's going to blink twice about. They're not going to lose the game. You know, it's they're not going to win the game. Anything could happen, but most likely they're not going to win the game. But man, oh man, that that's just puzzling behavior. What's a higher win probability? The Bucks theirs, the Lions. Let's say they're lining up for a field goal with 33 seconds left, mm -hmm. or the Jets at the end of the Jet-Giant game, or the Jets at the end of that Browns game, or how many other games we can go through over just the last few years where, yep. eh, the game was over. But maybe it's not. You're 100% right. And this isn't some, you know, middle-of-the-season, regular-season game. This is a playoff game. I mean, you have got to play this thing out. And it's the, the Lions made the mistake to allow you to have that opportunity. If they if they wrote it down all the way, it would have been like three seconds. You call that final, final timeout, I think it would have been less than 10 for sure. You include the time it takes to get a kick. Unless you're blocking it and running that kick for a touchback, a touchdown, you, that's probably the end of the game. So I would understand it if there was f seven seconds left after that third down. All right, what's the point? Even then, I'd probably do it. But 
30 seconds? You have got to force them to make a decision on whether or not to kick a 48-yard field goal. I don't, I don't I don't understand it. One of the weirder things. And listen, he's done a nice job. I thought they had I thought they were going to be the worst team in that division. I did. I thought they were going to be the worst team in that division to win the division and win a playoff game with Baker Mayfield and the rest of that team. Now, they have weapons offensively. Certainly in the past game, they have uh, you know, uh, Evans is a legitimate, you know, borderline Hall of Fame player if not Hall of Fame player. And they've got some weapons, and the defense actually got after it a little bit better than I think most people thought. But still, that's a great coaching job by Todd Bowles. You have to be fair. For the regular season, it's a good head coaching job. In this game, although I agree with him taking the two-point conversion, his game plan defensively made no sense. And his and, and him not taking a that's, – that's punting on – it's giving up a playoff game. That's just saying, yeah, what the hell, I'm beat. That's – it's crazy. If a New York football coach yeah. did what Bulls did, yeah, how we, long would it be before we talked about something else? A week? Probably, yeah. Probably something we'd still be talking about. Like, we about can't get sure. fans to agree on anything. Yeah. If a Jet or Giant head coach did that, yeah. would anybody say, yeah, you know no. what, that guy should keep his job as and, much as you liked him? And I don't. I, yeah, you're right. and it's not getting much buzz. I'm surprised. I don't feel like it's that big a story. Um I mean, this could have been a situation, it. again, it's .01% where yes. we're killing Dan Campbell for how do you not tell Jared Goff, wait until there's one second on the play clock. Everybody knows that when of you're kneeling. Of course, of course. Of course, it makes me think that there was some sort of... I What I honestly think happened, what I honestly think happened, I don't know if it's a gentleman's agreement, I think when they did not take the timeout after the first kneel down, he assumed they're not calling timeouts and just went up there and started snap hiking the ball. And taking the snaps. I think that's what happened. I think he just assumed, well, they if they were going to call the timeout, they'd call it now. They didn't. All right, the game's over. Which could be a new strategy, maybe to uh, sucker teams into leaving more time on the clock than they should have. But hopefully that's a lesson for everybody. But yeah, I don't I don't understand it. That's that's just it's bad coaching. When you when you when some when a team makes a mistake and affords you an opportunity, I you're right, the that's almost the exact same scenario as the Giant game. You missed that kick. Actually, and the Giants were closer, weren't they? Yeah. Now, the weather was different, and, and, the, the, and kicker the kicker was, was injured. Hurt. But, yeah. like, But still, yeah. That's almost the exact – if they miss that kick, you are talking about being 60 yards at the minute – 60 yards away with, let's say, 25 seconds left. You could get a penalty and a Hail Mary. And, and you have Chris Godwin. You have Mike Evans. Yeah. Like, that's crazy. If you had to pick one receiver in this league to come down with the Hail Mary – yeah. Mike Evans is top three. Let me ask you ask a Lion fan how he would feel with the with with the with Tampa Bay down eight, having the ball with twenty five seconds left on the opposing forty. That Lions fan would not be able to sit down. You would be absolutely nervous as hell that you've allowed yourself to be put in that situation. You had to do that. You as as the coach of the Bucks, you had to call that timeout. Hell, I, I, if I'm on the field and I realize the clock, I'm calling it. I'm I'm trying to go like this to the ref. Like you got to call that timeout. Embarrassing. It's funny because I could. You obviously thought this going in. We both did. We talked about it yesterday. Yeah. The more you talk about it out loud, the more egregious it becomes yes. that he did not call the no, timeout. It's crazy. It doesn't make any sense. It's indefensible. And and like I, most people, just like ah, the game was over anyway. I, I mean, I suppose, but anything could happen. It's the NFL, and you're fighting. This is. Imagine you win that game. You're playing in the you're playing in the NFC Championship game if you win that game. 
I'm sorry. That's just – and I like Todd Bowles. Again, I do. I like him. I think he's a better coach than most people give him credit for. I don't think he's a very good coach, and th- but this was a disaster. Thinking of another famous playoff game that got referenced all weekend. The Bills and the Chiefs two yeah, years ago. 13 well, that seconds was over left. Yeah. Until it wasn't. Until it wasn't. And that was, you know, McDermott made a mistake in that game, kicking the ball out of the end zone. Yep. When the other coach makes a mistake, it's your job to be aware. And, you know, Bill Belichick is catching that and calling timeout. Oh, you know it. You know it. What if they, what if the, I mean, I know it's crazy. What if the snap goes over the, the, the holder's head? Anything is, anything could happen. That's why anything could happen. That ball could have been hiked down to the, the the opposing 40. Who knows? That's even with three seconds. With 20 seconds left, you're talking about, like, the chance for multiple plays. No doubt. No doubt. There's a good chance that you are throwing it into the end zone. There's a decent enough chance. Like, forget miracles. It's a miracle you, you catch the Hail Mary. Fine. There is a decent enough chance that if that field goal is missed in any way, you are throwing it into the end zone. Now again, a four, inside the dome, a forty-eight yard field goal, it's probably somewhere near what an eighty percent chance he makes the field goal, eighty-five percent chance he makes the field goal. Inside fifty in a controlled environment, it's probably inside. It's probably just inside. I don't know, eighty-five percent. A doomed fan base like the Lions would tell you, "Hey, yeah, twenties looked bigger than it ever has before." I, yeah, I'm not. I am. Furious. We know what Jets fans, Bills fans, Lions yeah. fans, Browns fans are thinking in that moment. Oh, if I'm a Lions fan, I am furious at Dan Campbell. I'm kicking that field goal. I am furious that the game is in that position where I have to kick that field goal. The game was over the second the interception is thrown, and the idea that they didn't allow it to be would have driven me absolutely nuts. But Todd Bowles just said, "Ah, what the hell? I mean, it was over. You you know when the game's over? No, no, no. You know how we? In fact, I'm sorry. You're right. We do know when the game's over. It's when the clock hits zero. Until then, the game isn't over. And if you have an p- opportunity, they have these things they call timeouts where you get to magically, like Zach Morris, stop time. And if you can stop time, then you prolong the length of the game. So we didn't know the game was over. The game wasn't over. You could have stopped the time and prolonged the game and given yourself, even if it's 1%, that's what the coach is there for. If it is a if it is a one percent better chance of winning that game, you have to take it. That's what it's about. It's about winning the football game, and it's it, it's just mind boggling to me that they let it slide, and then and then nobody. I, I don't know. I, again, I don't, I'm sleeping, or and then I'm I'm hanging out with my kids, doing math homework, taking them to Taekwondo. I didn't get a chance to watch ESPN. I don't think many people are going nuts about it, but yeah, I would be absolutely apoplectic. But that's Todd Bowles.